0: The information provided and discussed is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Any use of any information is done so at your own risk. DV Radio LLC, as well as the hosts and guests of the show, take no responsibility if you wish to use any of the information in your daily life. Again, the topics discussed are strictly for informational and educational purposes only.
1: I am Chris, the CEO. My name is Paul. i the COO. I am Chris, aka Little Chris, the Chief Technical Officer oh, of City Innovations.
2: Hour-long show, we will talk about affinity, crypto in general, e blockchain technology, technology, uh, and just talk about anything. Whatever the hell we feel like talking about, get to know us at a more personal level. Babbling
1: nonsense. Is there cursing rules <laughs> or anything? No, you say whatever the fuck you want. I think they'd be more worried if you didn't curse. <laughs> <laughs> show me the
2: money. Hey, 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 what's up, people? And welcome to Affinity Protocol live right here on WDVRDVRadio.net and also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Affinity DeFi. Uh, it is another week that it is. Uh, yesterday, we celebrated, I think it was yesterday, right? Today 29th. Yesterday, we celebrated the two-year anniversary, birthday, whatever you want to call it for Affinity. So... That was pretty exciting, but we actually did the celebration last Friday with the community, uh, but yesterday was the actual day. Uh, so here we are at Affinity Protocol with us, uh, as always, is Paul, Chris, and today we have O, uh, and we were also going to have a special guest, War Dog, <laughs> So I'm
0: talking to him in DMs, and I said, "Hey, brother, you figure out Discord." He's like working my way through it.
2: Lol. Uh, <laughs> so he's working his way through. We will have a guest soon. <laughs> we will have one soon, and if if he's listening at the same time, and I hope he is not. Actually, now that I think about it, because he is a Marine, and that's probably not a good thing to do more than one thing, more than one task at a time. Um, if he is listening. Man, I sent you that link, like, days ago. If you didn't have Discord, you could have signed up, brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But anyway, what's up, everybody? Just trying to help a Marine use some crowns to get on Discord. <laughs> I know. He's, I can see him right now drawing on a piece of paper, like, scribbling. I can't get on. <laughs> Why ain't this working? No,
0: nah, man, he's he's using the crown on his damn monitor. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how little Chris ain't saying nothing
1: exactly (laughs) no man I'm staring at that vetcon badge uh, and crayons on it
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude I'm so jealous you guys got one of those I'm not even gonna (laughs) lie
1: yeah you know what you shouldn't be jealous of the fact that by the time we got there which was not even an hour after it started the only shirts they had left were 2XL can you imagine the old man with his slender frame Sporting a two XL shirt, I was like, "Thanks, <laughs> I needed something to sit
2: on at the beach."
0: <laughs> you, you know what? You know what's sad? I can't even fit into a two XL.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody different, but I mean, <laughs> I was a little disappointed. Hey, Chris, if you ever need
0: any beach towels, let me know. All I got right? a few laying around, <laughs> <laughs> well, Just if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, we, <laughs> did we, did you, we went.
1: We ended up going through some shit to get them badges, though, man, because that, after that, that bomb threat closing down the Caesars Forum and stuff, like, yeah, we had to track it. some people down to get our badges. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Uh, for those of so, you so that might just join us. do get no free drink. Just join us. We're just, uh, we're just talking it up right here, and we're waiting on uh, one of our guests to work his way through Discord. <laughs> Figure out how to get in here and join us. <laughs> I'll be, be able to shortly. No, Chris, you got nothing to say,
1: huh? Nope. Mate, we started mentioning crayons, and he's like thinking of a à la carte menu right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: He called
0: DoorDash.
2: <laughs> you <even> have sixty-four. <laughs> you go to
1: Walmart, give me a sixty-four thing of crayons. That's got the sharpener in the back of the box.
0: No, man, you guys brought back some PTSD. You seen some melt one time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh
1: shit. It's like I seen. Uh, It was actually, I mean, equivalent of TikTok, like Facebook Reels. But you know how um, there have been, like, some of the little short videos that kind of show people being like, look, when you're in a survival situation, you can actually, like, burn a crayon, and it, like, you know, they light on fire, and it's just there, and they're like, oh, it burns slowly, produces light, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw Reels where it was, you know, basically that, and then it cut to a dude that was, like, you could tell he used to be in the military, and then based on what he says, you assume it's the Marine Corps. But he he just has this confused look on his face. And he's like, why would you burn your food supply?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Never dip in your own supply.
0: So he's in Discord, but he's trying to find the voice chat. So give us just a few more seconds. (laughs) (laughs) i to pick any
2: one of them and I'll move them in here. Look for the the speaker icon.
0: I'm just giving him one to jump into so you guys can pull him in. Yeah. And i told him affinity Friday chat because That'll it was work. the first one that popped up when I opened discord. So. <laughs> Damn. He's staring,
1: I'm staring at the, oh, we got mad channels though. He's going to be looking for, it for a minute. <laughs> well, I, I, I sent
0: him, I sent him a screenshot. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm trying, I'm trying to dumb it down for the Marine. All right. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. You know what? I'm gonna start calling little Chris Ludicrous or Luda. I'm sorry. Every time I hear that intro, I'm ludicrous. (laughs) Every damn time. Luda, I like Luda. I do too, man. That's why I said (laughs) that.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, we had to we had to kind of go the politically correct route. Because I mean, I used to when we when we really first started this, and it was the three of us all working at the same place and stuff like this. I I straight was like, yeah, that's Black Chris right there.
0: <laughs> Differentiating. I mean, I wasn't lying. I was say It ain't lies. Tell him when he's telling lies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who's it? Who's this in chat? Oh, Gump. <laughs> DV Gump.
0: That name sounds
2: familiar. Twitch chat. That's that sounds familiar. What's up, DV Gump? Uh, we're still waiting on it, but I just want to. I'm gonna. I want to give a little <laughs> bit more information as to what we're gonna be, what the plan is for tonight, right? So we talk a lot about different things, and sometimes we get in the perspective of you know us and the guests we have on that. You know, maybe have been around the block a little bit when it comes to crypto and everything else. You know, even even if they're a little new, still not brand new, right? I mean, if they if they ended up somehow becoming uh, an affinity holder, or if they hold a, a different token or, or coin or something, they at least have some intro and some knowledge uh, in this world. So, we decided let's bring on somebody who. You know, known for a bit. I'm not going to get too much into it yet before he gets on. Um, let's bring somebody on that really has no experience. Uh, maybe some I'm sure has opinions from the from the outside looking in uh, to what this whole crypto crazy world is and DeFi and everything else. And I want to hear from him. and even even Bo, right? So Bo's been around since uh, you know a long time too. Obviously, uh, you know Bo and I uh, go way back a few years, and uh, but he's been around Affinity since our inception as well. Uh, and still doesn't have, you know, a great deal of experience. Um, so there's a lot of things that, like, you know, between all of us, uh, we could kind of discuss and kind of take a step back and and see what it's like. Go back in the day. Well, well, too, you know, I've
0: got a lot of stuff going on with DV Radio and DV Farm and then the businesses that I run outside of that and then just my personal life. And it's not like I can sit here, you know, and exactly. dedicate – A few hours every day just to crypto i mean from listening to you guys for me and you and paul and little chris talking uh offline and then stuff i run across yeah i'm probably a little more knowledgeable than war dog um (laughs) but at the same time i'm still on that yeah i I could screw this up any way you look at it you know what i mean so
2: I'm definitely a uh, a greenhorn in that sense. I mean, my bro- my brother still isn't even in a, in a voice chat yet. I um, mean, Marines. So, so I don't-
1: <laughs> no,
2: but you know what I just
1: realized, too, is that, like, we have, like, the capture bot for the verification. And I think we have uh, two-factor authentication required. So, like, my, my man basically trying to earn another degree just to be able to get up in this channel. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it does say in the introduce yourself channel uh, that he just showed up uh, at 827. So <laughs> well, let me find the introduce yourself channel here.
1: All right. So here's what I can try to do here. Let's give him permissions. Yeah, I'm going to just try to put him in the DV radio role. It did have him as verified already. So that's good. So now he should be able to see where we are. He
0: can get, still hop in whatever voice chat he wants and pull him in. Dude, I'm not going to mess with more <laughs> 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 information
1: overload. I mean, we'll just see if he makes it, you know, if he, if he makes it, he makes it.
0: And, you know, speaking of being on each other's shows, we had Chris on Saturday and poor Chris, man, he barely got to talk.
2: <laughs> I did, but it's okay. Right. Because it was, it was cool fun. to see, yeah, that you had, you know, more people than you expected. A few oh, people yeah. that, that are, are not um, as... Regular as they should have been or could be in the past, or whatever, for whatever reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, yeah.
0: Um, originally, I was told that one of our hosts would be at a vending show, meaning he would be selling what he uh he creates and makes. Yeah, uh, he's I'm still lost, bro. I'm lost. <laughs> 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 <Wait>. <laughs>
3: I can't do he it. He is
0: not having a good time. <laughs>
2: Come on, dog. <Wanda.
0: laughs> I'm in Affinity DeFi, but don't know about channels. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got him, I got him. I'm, I'm going to mute out, and you guys talk amongst uh, he's yourselves. In, he's That's in Patricia. a voice chat.
2: He's in a voice chat. I see him. He's, he's in you. with us. Oh, he is? Oh, no, there he, he is.
0: That. Yeah, he finally got in here. Okay. I just seen that. I didn't hear him pop in.
2: <laughs> What's up? What's up, what dog? Dog. Oh, now he doesn't have his it, mic set up. He's, no, he's he's I, br- he's brand new on Discord.
1: I guarantee he's got pushed to talk on, and he doesn't know what key it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that little cog wheel down there next to your name, <laughs> and the headphones and the microphone.
2: He's like, he's <laughs> like, man, I'm never going on this show again. <laughs> He's like, man, I
0: thought Zoom was bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't tell people to get in Discord, because most of them have no clue how to use Discord.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Got to learn sometime. And man. we've had problems with Discord and going live, so. That's what we're here for. See, I don't use a GoX.
1: Wait, war Dog, if you people. can hear... Down in the bottom where it has that cogwheel for user settings, click on that. On the left-hand side, near the bottom is voice and video. You can switch your voice input mode to voice activity or do push-to-talk, whichever
2: one you want, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what the default push-to-talk is. Probably like tab or some shit. It's,
0: it's the, the thing beside the one key on the left. Is the, that. the tilde? That. The tilde? that's it i cannot remember the damn name of it. i've not said in this man <laughs> <laughs> you talking to a bunch of nerds we know all them keys <laughs> dude i've not said that in years <laughs> the funny thing is i use it constantly
2: <laughs> and uh i don't know what our volume's like unless it's n2 but uh he's saying his uh hello
3: there oh, you are there he is
2: there is Wardog can he you
0: hear us man Yes. We got him. <laughs> the Marines. The yeah.
3: Marines. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry about all of that. Thanks for having me on along with Bo tonight. Hell yeah, man. Anytime. I've been trying to get you for a little bit, huh? Yeah, but I got to be honest with you, uh, I keep wondering, like, why? Because I'm like, I told him I don't know anything about crypto, man. So I don't really want to, really you know, spoil the show or ruin the show that I don't know. Uh, the most financial literacy I had back in the day was mutual funds. And that's it, bro. Yeah, See, that's
2: good. That ain't ruining the show. That's adding to the show. That's adding exactly. some vari- variety.
3: All right. Um, if you say um, so, man,
0: I'm with it. Well, you know. And you know what? My Marine, shroom-eating brother, he, he's he got a degree. <laughs> That's what makes this all better. So when Paul said he's getting a second degree when he came into Discord, he was right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right on. Right on. Oh, yeah. Right on.
2: Yeah, but I'm a, I'll give I'll give everybody a little bit of background, but I want to give you an opportunity to uh, to talk a little bit about yourself as well to, to let everybody know who you are. And like you said, I know you talked, uh, you know, you said you didn't know really much about crypto, which is great. That's why we want you on here for today's show. Um, Well, we go back a ways, you know, a few years back, just like when uh, I first started uh, talking to Bo and joined DV radio and started getting on barracks talk and all that. Uh, War dog was one of the hosts at the time and continues to be. So, uh, you know, when I get on that show, we have a good time. He's a real good dude. Also Marine, just like Chris. Um, That's all I really got to say about that, I guess, Uh, (laughs) but uh nonetheless, really good guy. I love him. I love the man to death. One of the best, don't tell Oink, but one of the best hosts on D V radio. Um, <laughs> I hope I oh, tell him. Oh, you said that. <laughs> man, I told Oink we gotta we gotta fix his announcing skills
0: because it he literally reads. And I'm like, dude, everybody has their Their uh, narrative speak and their reading speak and their everyday speak. I said, you are clearly using your reading speech.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So that's cool. Now. So, so what dog, I mean, you know, don't, you don't have to talk about crypto or whatever. Just if you want to, anything you want to say about yourself. So anybody that's listening knows who you are as we go through the rest of this conversation.
3: Sure, quick background. Uh I'm a Marine, as they said. Uh the job was rifleman, uh in the infantry. Uh served three tours in Iraq, very first day of the war in O three and then back in O four and again in O five. Uh been a part of D V radio now four years. Yeah. Four years and uh four years running. it's been um I don't know, it's it's been a big for me to reach out to veterans that have struggled with PTSD, um, it took me a while to come to grips with my own struggles. I ended up having to be hospitalized uh, five separate times. So um, I'm never ashamed anymore or afraid to uh, speak about the facts that, yes, I did see and do things Uh, as a Marine rifleman, And, uh, now, you know, I've tried to pick myself up by the bootstraps, man. I mean, I'm married, I have, uh, two daughters. So still trying to do the suburban dad lifestyle while being a war veteran, like everyone else, man, like an entire generation of men and women that we now have who've seen action or who've just served our country. Um, uh, cause to to me, hey, I can't do their job. I can't do what they were taught to do, military or not. Anyone that has any type of skills that I don't have, I'm real big on giving props to. So salute.
2: Hell yeah, man! I appreciate you and uh, you giving that information and uh, one of many, many out there uh, in that situation. So thank you for what you do and supporting everybody. Uh, we all appreciate it.
3: Right on, bro.
2: All right, before we dive into it, is there anything anybody else wants to uh wants to say or get into it with uh with our guests? Just
0: really quick, you didn't mention the one thing I was hoping you would mention word dog, and that's psych ward gang.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> In reference to my uh my own struggles with PTSD, I made up the name Psych Ward Gang for all the uh the facts that every time I've ever been hospitalized, there's always another war veteran in there. There's always one. There's always at least one. So uh, I called us the psych war gang. It's my way of uh, uh, denoting or uh, representing mental health in the military community. So yeah, I like to say I'm the leader of the psych war gang. And again, that's just my own way of dealing with uh, my my ups and downs, ebbs and flows of, Dealing with uh, everything else that the the other war veterans around deal with, men and women. And what I love about it. Humor is a
1: medicine, though. (laughs) (laughs) It it straight up is. There's there's no denying it. You can be having one of the shittiest of days. Somebody make a good-ass joke, even if it's for 20, 30
0: seconds, put you in a good mood. Mm -hmm. Right on. And that's the thing about psych ward gang though. It's, it's a tongue in cheek, but it's also serious, right? So if, if you feel that you are alone, you definitely are not because that's what dysfunctional veterans, uh, was created for the dark sense of humor and to let people know or veterans. Um, you're not alone. We're just as screwed up as any other civilian out there. Or any other person that walks the streets and then Sergeant Wardog done the psych ward game one day. And I was like, Oh yeah, we gang gang, baby gang gang. So.
2: <laughs> 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 you want to be some screwed up people keep sticking around the crypto world, man. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's uh there's some characters out there. That's, that's to say the least. Uh yeah, anything else from uh, from Paul or Chris or anything like that Do you want to add to that before we move on? Nah, man, just happy to have you on here. I haven't been on
1: uh Fairix Talk in a long-ass time, so I haven't had the opportunity to chat for
3: quite a while. So I'm just glad you're here, man. All right, thanks, Chris, my Marine brother. Salute. That's me, that's Paul. right?
2: <laughs> that was Paul. He, uh, I mean, Chris was after that, but... Yeah. Paul, I'm sorry about Paul, that. Paul, Paul was Navy, so we'll let that go. Yeah, I, mean, I was a taxi yeah, driver. I, right. I mean, Paul wasn't too far off of the Marines. So. I, I, yeah, I did.
3: Uh, I, I did most of my time with two mf anyway. <laughs> Hey, I'm actually not one of those guys that downs the branches, to be honest with you. As a grunt, I came to realize there were uh, thousands of other jobs being done besides walking around with a gun in your hand. I came to appreciate <laughs> intelligence and skill required for each and every one of them. So, oh, no, nah, man. That's uh, what I did in the that, Navy, so it's all good. I was going to say, okay. man, don't worry about <laughs> it. I'll, I'll down
2: people from other branches for you so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, me and Chris <laughs> got this covered. <laughs>
3: right on.
1: Easy to say while you're looking out the window of your five-star resort.
2: That <laughs> was a tent. <laughs>
3: that's
0: true. That's true. <laughs>
2: hey, so, you know, now that now that we have uh, both Bo and uh, Wardog on here, I want to jump into uh, kind of the topic of, of this week's show, and, uh, you know, that is getting the perspective from somebody uh, that really has no idea uh, what, you know, this whole crazy world of DeFi and crypto and blockchain uh, and, and again, this is definitely not a hit to your intelligence because I know you're a very intelligent man. Uh, both of you are. But it just comes down to experience and, you know, just not being involved. Um, so I think sometimes we tend to forget what it was like. You know, I mean, just affinity alone has been around two years, never mind our experience before affinity of what it's like to first stumble upon this digital currency and this technology known as blockchain and try to comprehend it. And, and figure out what the hell everybody's talking about. Um, so with that, I kind of, I I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. In, in, in War Dog, you might be the only person in this room right now uh, that can challenge me for, you know, the most sexiest voice on the show. Um, so we're going we're gonna to let you showcase that. <laughs> uh, i will ask you a few questions. I'm kind of curious. Like you said, when you first joined in, you know, came in and you said, hey, I'm, I was a little reluctant to join the show because of my, my uh, inexperience in crypto. But what is your thoughts good or bad right I don't want I don't want you to hold back at all whether you think crypto is is dumb or whether you think it's interesting whatever it may be I want to speak for you I really want to kind of hear your initial thoughts and how you perceive it
3: Oh I am totally down with crypto and its benefits I do not understand all of the ins and outs, but I love the idea that it's lucrative that uh it involves equity um. And that I see it as, the, you know, the currency of the future, to be honest with you. I just don't, uh you know, I haven't been kind of like the stock market, haven't been able to grasp my head around the entire concept, the entire picture, which I don't know if any of us truly does. But I know, you know, obviously, there are subject matter experts who can break down certain sections for you. So. I'm a novice, bro. I'm as green and freshman and E1 private as you get. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can respect that. And that's, that's, I like that answer too. Cause right. You're honest. You, you understand that, you know, you feel that it does have purpose. Uh, but yeah, if you don't understand it, you don't really know how to engage with it. And and I think that's one of the things that that's a huge I won't say a problem, but something that we have to work towards, uh, everybody in crypto if we want to make sure that we push this thing forward. One thing I'm most, I must say, it's a, a
1: hurdle. All right, Paul. I was just gonna say it's 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 a hurdle because it's just not mainstream. It's you know, we've we've said it time and time again. You know, when the debit card first came out, nobody wanted to use it. It was, I mean, shoot, it was originally, it wasn't even actually a debit card. It was simply an ATM card where the only thing you could do with it was go into an ATM and grab cash out of it. And people didn't want to use it. They didn't trust it. They preferred to write their checks. Some people in some generations still prefer to write their checks, but it's, it it, when you talk about the hurdle of, of how daunting it looks like for someone to say, oh, well, this is an entire Area of financial services in general that I just don't know enough about. There's no push to say, well, hey, here's the easy way to learn. You know, again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but we've talked about it time and time again on our show and Affinity Friday. Like, you shouldn't have to resort to trusting someone on YouTube to give you a breakdown of what cryptocurrency is. And just like Wardog said, there are some people that know. You know, a very limited scope into specific areas of blockchain technology that they might be good at, don't get me wrong, but if they're not really looking big picture and really seeing what else is there, how can they effectively teach you to come into an area that you really do have p- potential to lose money if you don't know what you're doing?
3: for still writes those checks.
1: I mean, right. I still write checks too, but I have All to. I've right right a check
2: in <laughs> like three, three days. days. <laughs> I, I was going to say, don't lie, because I was going to say, you wrote one
1: to
0: the tow driver. Hey, man. I, I, I'm with Chris on that one. Yeah, sorry still right checks. Uh, really quick, though, I want to expand on what Paul was saying as far as technology changing. <clears throat> and this goes back quite a few years. Uh, in the 70s and 80s, CGI started coming out. And, you know, you had Star Wars with this... Amazing technology that was built just for George Lucas and Star Wars films. And it was called CGI, computer generated imagery. And people were like, OK, that's cool. But then you go about 15, 20 years further and they start using it for animals and people. And then they're like, oh, CGI is going to ruin actors and, and it's going to take away jobs, just like the assembly line for vehicles. It's going to take away jobs. And now today, and then, and then today we have AI technology and people are so up war such in an up today because AI technology is creating scripts and creating art and creating this and that, and it's ruining art and blah, 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 blah. It's a tool at the end of the day. It's a tool. And is it great right now? Absolutely not. Just like synth technology in the eighties, when techno music became a thing, wasn't great. They said music had lost its way. They said movies had lost its way with CGI and was taken away from musicians and artists and actors and all that. And they're doing the same thing with crypto for those that are against it, in my opinion. Oh, we're getting rid of paper and 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 money and blah, blah, blah. No, that's, that's not what happened. That's not what's happening. I mean... They said the same thing in the 60s, like Paul said, with the debit card. It was, we're going to not have money anymore. We're not going to have currency. And that's just not the case.
2: No. And none of that even makes sense because, you know, if you look at anything that you buy, any good, any product that you buy, you're exchanging money for a product or -hmm. service or whatever it may be. So what is the difference between exchanging whatever currency, whether it's fiat or whether it's another cryptocurrency for another currency or another, you know, uh, digital asset? What is the difference? And this is why it, it frustrates me and annoys the living shit out of me that the SEC attacks it like that, because mm-hmm. cryptocurrency is nothing but a digital asset. Same thing like you look at an NFT, right? now you could look at that as it's a jpeg or whatever you want but that's that's really what you see that's your visual but it's it's re- it's a non-fungible token it is a token so it's Wait. a digital asset so if Check. i want to pay money for it let me
0: but then You've got the people that say crypto isn't good because it's all online because it's all in the virtual reality of space and time, but then those same people will go on Amazon and purchase something with money and numbers <laughs> that are in a virtual space and time. It's the now, exact all I was going to say is you
1: got climate activists getting rid of paper straws. <laughs> I mean, you would think they'd be all about getting rid of that paper money. You know you're what I'm saying? saying? Right? <laughs> Save a couple of trees.
0: <laughs> Didn't we do a show about that recently? I think, I think, I think we did. <laughs> think but no, that I'm, I'm like, Chris, that really pisses me off too. I hear these people that are against crypto because it's virtual money. Oh, I've got silver. That's great. I'm glad you've got silver, guy. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the value come in at? Because I don't know too many people that are going to use silver. On a daily basis, if the world turned into an apocalypse tomorrow, and I mean silver heavy man, you could you could fashion a good club out of it. <laughs> You're gonna take that plate of plate of <laughs> plate of silver that's nine nine ounces and make a club. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, man, we we all been in the military, man. Them socks is pretty strong. You just put a little silver bar in this, a little sock, you know, twist the top tie will knot. Swing it around, you knock somebody on the ass. Silver plate party is that what we talking about? say, <laughs> hey, better than a soap party, you know? Right.
2: Anyway, yeah. So I don't know, and and well, I'm kind of curious too. So your first, your first uh, kind of introduction to cryptocurrency, what was it like? What was the first coin or currency you heard of? There's a lot of different ones out. There. People always have their story. If you remember, like, what was your first?
3: I'd have to say uh, Bitcoin. It was Bitcoin that um, that I heard about and that stood out in my mind with all the marketing. And that's um, the the primary uh, currency that I know of, bro.
2: Yeah. And you're definitely not alone there. It is the (laughs) biggest uh, and most popular uh, cryptocurrency out there. Uh, So, yeah, you're not alone. But a lot of people, um, even though Bitcoin was kind of like, almost like in the back of your mind to the point where it became second nature, like some people heard about it over and over. A lot of people came on board because of either Doge or, uh, you know, some other, you know, could have been XRP or, or whatever. Some other news story that broke through meme coins or something else. And Robin then Hood. that brought him in. Robin <laughs> Hood, yeah. Robin <laughs> Hood with uh, like Shiba as of recently. And now you got Pepe and all these other ones that are out there making making waves and and uh, shining a spotlight on it. Now, when you see this kind of shit, uh, both of y'all or anybody, when you see Mm -hmm. this kind of shit, because I know know my mindset, but again, I've I've been around this for a little while now. Um, When you see all this news about these meme coins, what goes through your head? Ooh, (laughs) I'll be... I want Wordog oh, to answer this first. That's why I'm sorry.
3: I'm gonna be honest with you here. This is not any type of a sophisticated <laughs> uh, answer. I'm actually very embarrassed of my of my ignorance here. I'm very very embarrassed of it. But um, I kind of accepted this as I don't know as, as maybe one of the things from my traumatic brain injuries from the war that like maybe with the TBI I just cannot understand or wrap my head around. Exactly what's going on? So I, I don't know. I try to equate it to like, let's say, medical field or the legal field. There are some things that are so great and dope for me that I like. I accept that that is for greater men and women than I, and that's the way I look at at crypto, which is totally bad. It, it doesn't mean I'm too lazy to look into it or, or don't want to. I just I feel there's so many moving pieces for a novice like me that. I wouldn't know where to, I mean, I'd have to go to like a dummy series type of book to <laughs> up a guy like me. So do you, for dummies. do
2: you hear that? Like, I don't know. I have no idea if, you know, what, what you might read or see online or whatever. Do you see news on things like when, when Doge was really, I mean, Doge is still very, very popular, but when it was in its, its peak of popularity up till now, about uh, maybe a year or so ago, maybe two years. Yeah. Basically when Elon first started tweeting about yeah. it. Yeah. Did you, did you catch any wind of that? Like, what the hell were you thinking? Were you thinking, this is stupid? Uh, were you interested? Like, or even if you heard about it at all?
3: I happen to catch just a little bit, like, passing through C- uh, CNBC or, uh, um, I can't, one of the financial channels I yeah. think I might have heard it on, but... um I still, I be completely honest with you. I'm still looking at it as that's what you know. Individuals much smarter than I are, are capable of, uh, you know, earning off of and and knowing how to utilize well. All right. You know how I know
1: that he's not into cryptos because he still thinks that there's smart people in crypto.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know. um when bitcoin came on the scene what was that 15 14 15 somewhere in there
2: uh yes 12 no. 12 was it 12 okay
1: bitcoin um, like when it first launched or when it first happened? No, when it started its meteoric rise yeah, yeah. was it 12
0: mm, yeah Okay. That was his first rise. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, excuse me. In 2012, man, I got TPI too. Look over me. In 2012, when it did, like you said, had its little meteoric rise and people started talking about it. At first, I was like, it's it's that 15 minutes of fame and done anything, right? And then I think it was about 15 or 16, somewhere in that time stand. More like Wardog said financial channels started picking up on it and then it slowly and gradually started Oh, this is actually something that people are talking about and looking into and are actually investing in and etc. Cetera, etc cetera. and I, I've admitted this and I'll admit it until the day I die. I thought crypto was stupid then just because of the way they They marketed it. Yeah back then right it, it was it sounded stupid and to this day, it still sounds <laughs> idiotic. Um, and there's still points with crypto. I'm still like, man, you dumb as hell. That ain't going nowhere. Um, But as it relates to these meme coins like Doge and all that, when I see it, for the most part, most of them, for me, with my very limited knowledge on, on crypto, but I've also been around the block as far as seeing trends and and stuff like that over the years, I'm like, yeah, that's a quick, get rich quick scheme. That's, that's all it is for the moment. And a lot of them are a lot of them have turned out to be just that. And you, you don't hear nothing but crickets after they hit their peak and that's it. Um, and then, There's some that are straight up scams and then there's some that are completely legit and the ones that are completely legit for whatever reason you rarely hear anything about. And I think that bothers me as far as media and and marketing, because so many people are sitting at home who are in dire straits and are trying to make an investment that is smart for the long term, not to get rich quick. Uh, even though it would be nice for them to get that, you know, that big paycheck tomorrow when yep. everything goes right. Um, but there are some that will invest ten, twenty thousand in that moment because they are looking five, 10 years down the road and they get scanned or it goes down flat and it's not a scam, right? And people are just not interested for whatever reason. And I think that's that's what I've noticed over the past 2023. So, four or five years, especially since Doge hit, you know, get yeah. its Elon rush.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong because we, we live in a sensationalized world, right? Look at the media, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of very good, like accurately, you know, non biased reporting, you know, media out there, but you don't hear about them because. It's not flashy. It's not hitting the, you know, it's not Mm -hmm. causing waves and and poking at people's strings. Uh, It's the same thing in crypto, right? You have a lot of these that are are just, if they're flashy, whether they hired the right influencers or, you know, had the right uh, type of marketing through a, a meme aspect or whatever. And then people gravitate to it because there's no, all of, I can't say all, but the vast majority of cryptocurrency is all about, which is not much different than the stock market, all about momentum, Mm -hmm. right? Momentum and speculation. There's got to be losers in order to have winners and the majority of them, right? Because the money that goes in there, the money that somebody earns is going to be off of the, the money that somebody put in. So, What ends up happening is people pile into these and either they get scammed because the the developers or whoever's behind it will will rug pull it or it'll get exploited or whatever may happen. Or people get sick of it, right? They move on to the next big thing and then the top 1% of the people that get out first make a good amount of money. Everybody else is left stuck. And that's what happens with a lot of these sensationalized Cryptocurrencies, when the legitimate ones are just doing things like what we're trying to do with bringing in revenue from outside sources. So it's not so much a quote unquote, what they call a Ponzi where it relies on other people coming in in order for the other people to make money, bringing in outside revenue to support that cryptocurrency is important for long-term growth and stability. And
3: most of them don't care. Mm-hmm. And, Ask uh, about how many cryptocurrencies are there? <laughs> Man, I could not even
2: begin to tell you, but there are thousands. If you go to a site when you got some free time, if you're really interested, go to a site called uh, CoinMarketCap, CoinMarketCap.com, I believe it is, and you can click through all of the different currencies, whether it's what they what you call a blue chip, which is you know uh, a native coin or, or a high-value uh, currency like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, XRP, Murano. Same you know. as a
3: blue chip stock?
2: I, I, exactly. So look at it as, yeah, like one of the Fortune 500 companies, that kind of thing. Those are the blue chips in crypto. Those are the ones that, you know, I'm not going to say 100% because I will never say, I'm not scamming you, right? They're building, either a, they have a blockchain or they're building whatever and their values real high and they've been around for a while. They're, they're the most trusted, the most trusted in the space <laughs> uh for what that's worth um and then then you have uh you know different tokens that are can be created day like tens if not hundreds depending on where we are in the cycle of this market get created every day
3: every single day really yes okay that's where I was lost a little bit is I knowing how many different, uh, uh, or what's, what's, what's hot now or what's not. Cause there's so many. Well, I think it's important as well
1: to understand the, the concept of smart contracts, which is really the ability for people to create all of these different digital currencies on a native blockchain somewhere. So when we talk like the blue chips and we're talking about, you know, Bitcoin or Ethereum, like Ethereum is a, is a coin because it is, it is on its own blockchain. Same with stuff like ADA, Algorand, stuff like that. I think, I think Doge is a, a blockchain now, right? It is, it's,
2: or, it's, Doge has always been a blockchain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Doge, Doge launched on its own blockchain, but then on that, that chain or on that network, whatever you want to call it, you can develop smart contracts, like, which is how our token is. Cause we're on the, uh, the Binance network. So, you can use a smart contract to create basically an underlying asset that has its native currency is on whatever blockchain was created. And that's where people are creating it. This isn't people creating, you know, a hundred different independent blockchains every single day that I don't, I don't know if the entirety of the world would have the resources to build that many nodes to have that many blockchains at this point in time.
2: Yeah, there are still a lot, but yeah. Yeah, you might have been confused with Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu is a token doing their own blockchain, that kind of thing. Um, they got some stuff, stuff. Damn going on. damn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, that's that, no, that's a damn good breakdown of uh yeah, the the difference. And naturally because a smart contract is is literally just a piece of code that you can clone for copy from another one and launch it, especially on Binance, for maybe like eight bucks. Uh, It's very easy for people to do that and scam or or do whatever they're going to do. And that's kind of the problem. Um, I do have a follow. No, go
3: ahead, man. I'm sorry. I was just wondering if finance wise, someone starts uh, one of these currencies. Is it a is there like a requirement uh, like in cash to back it? there uh, some kind of capital for them to say hey yes this is a a form of currency
2: yep so that's a damn good question damn good question because I love talking about liquidity so yeah I'm sure you're familiar with what the term liquidity means right an asset has to be liquid in order for you to be able to get out of it or to buy it Uh, so with a blockchain these coins that we're talking about uh, it's you can think of that more like a traditional stock type of uh, thought process where the liquidity or the backing is just literally it's availability somewhere, whether it's on a central exchange or or somewhere for somebody to be able to exchange one coin for the other. And that's where the liquidity comes in. When it comes to tokens with these smart contracts, there's what's called a liquidity pool that is also stored on that blockchain that they launched, right? So an example would be, Binance, right, is the blockchain that we're on. They have their own native currency. So there's no liquidity pool for Binance. What happens is people can trade that Binance coin for other things, which creates its liquidity. But with a token Uh like ours, because we're on there, we're using their infrastructure, we're using the code to launch our code on their blockchain, we have to create liquidity on there using their native currency or other currencies that already exist on the blockchain to allow people to swap ours for theirs. And that has to be established by the people that are creating this currency in one shape or another. Okay. So the investment could be small. It could be large. It all depends on the size of liquidity pool that they want to start with, which we can do a whole show on how liquidity pools work. Uh, but it could be, and then do do pre sales and other things to to allow people to buy in early, and then you can take that those funds and establish liquidity with it. Hope that makes sense. My man over here taking notes, <laughs> transcribing. Uh, one other one question I did have for you though, and I was I was curious um, as somebody that's not, and I'm assuming you don't own any. Is that correct? You don't own any cryptocurrencies. Whoa. Well Gone. No, he's still there. You <laughs>
0: well. might ate too many shrooms tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well then I'm i I'm gonna ask this uh this question to you then, Bo. I know you own some, right? Right. Uh, so I'm gonna leave out because this this is neither here nor there when it comes to logic. I'm gonna leave out financial situations.
0: But, but if he's let's trying say to you,
2: reconnect. Oh, is he? Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll get to him afterwards then. But let's see financial situations out. Let's say you had $500 in spare cash that you knew you wanted to invest in something. Stock market, crypto, something. What would stop you or what has stopped you? What's a hurdle or roadblock for saying, I'm going to go buy crypto?
0: honestly it's it's the risk versus reward um is it worth my investment not right now because you you know how i am i don't look at the here and now look at long term yep um and if i'm not going to if 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 i put up the money right now And my reward in five years isn't going to be safe in the sense that it's going to double or triple or whatever. If I'm not getting some sort of profit that's worth that five grand, right? That I put down on it today. Yep. I'm not, I'm not even going to give it two thoughts. Um, that and I, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. If we're not talking, you know, financial situations and stuff like that, it's basically the risk versus the reward. And obviously who's, who's honestly trustworthy, right? Yeah. Um, that's the biggest, that's the biggest fault, I guess is the word I'm looking for when it comes to crypto. And there are so many out there that look great on the surface. They look great beautiful right they look so good it's it's not even funny um and then like you and i and paul and chris and and a few others have talked about you get down to the brass tacks and it's it's shit it's a shit coin it's it's a shit investment yeah well and, and that's the
1: thing too is so you talk about like you know the trustworthiness of the the people that start the project and stuff like that and yeah, it's definitely a, a, a difficult thing to fathom. And that's where, in my opinion, you, I mean, I don't know if I've seen it as, as much on Twitter or or X, whatever the hell we're going to call it. Um, But, you know, you would see stories of people like you were talking about uh, with the, the question from Chris, where you have this cash, you know, you're willing to invest, you're looking at why. Well, people get burnt. Yep. And the problem is, is that people will take that the initial investment that they want to get the return on and they, they go all in on the first one, which is why one of the reasons we consistently talk about diversity mm-hmm. and how you can, you know, even diversify on on the stock market and stuff like that. but. They take that lump sum and they go all in. And because there's either lack of understanding or they don't understand, you know, what kind of research they should be doing into a project before they invest stuff like that, they get burned one time. So now one of two things happens. One, they don't have any money that they can invest elsewhere now that they have the experience and they have a little bit more knowledge and can do the right research or two, they're just so scorned on it that they're like, well, F that if I'm going to, if I'm looking at statistics now and seeing like how, how many people have gotten burned versus how many people have walked away with a hundred X or, you know, whatever their particular goal for the investment might be. If they look at it and it doesn't make sense statistically, they're like, so what I'm going to take another, you know, five grand Mm -hmm. and go to invest with, uh, uh, Whatever low percentage chance of actually having it yield a return for me, like why would I do that? Like when I just saw how quickly I got burned on this one,
0: right? And War Dogs back, uh, but you're exactly right, Paul. I mean, I, I and you're you're right on. You know, diversifying and the fact that people get burned and they look at other things and they're like, nope, I'm not going to do it again. And I think that turns a lot of potential investors. Um, whether it's just your everyday civilians or someone that's, uh, an angel investor, right? Chris or yeah. whatever. And they're like, nope, we're not going to take that loss again. We've been burned once or twice and it's just not worth, uh, the long-term investment. Um, and that, and, and, you know, taking the knowledge aspect out of it, taking, you know, financial situations out of it. Those, those two or three things are, I think the biggest. I don't want to call them hurdles, but catch-alls or catch-22s uh, when it comes to crypto. And you can say the same for stock markets and all that too, but you're looking at something that's still really new and still in its adolescence. And you've got so many out there that have uh, been rug-pulled or straight scams or, or what have you. And it's just like, yep, when not you, today, ISIS. <laughs> you, inc- you incidentally said... The one thing that I hope was
1: going to be mentioned as well, because you also kind of you you started to blur the lines between the cryptocurrency and and, and fiat currency, because you started talking about angel investors. Because now you have all of these different projects that are are like us that mm-hmm. are looking for you know venture capitalists or angel investors to come into their project on the the funding side, not necessarily just to boost the token, but to boost the companies so they can continue to you know meet whatever goals they're looking to get. And how successful? Like, what is it? One, what is the success? success, The fuck me, (laughs) Jesus Christ! What is the success rate of startup tech companies before before Silicon Valley? Oh, now now, what is the success rate of tech companies after SVB had its problems? Mm -hmm. Yeah, even lower. So now, not only do you have all of these different projects that are kind of uh, contributing to like the, the bad taste in your mouth about crypto, but you're taking, just like you said, the companies that are are doing good things aren't mentioned as much. You're really ruining their chances to have any kind of opportunity to get the funding they need and break out and become a more conglomerate company that's
0: going to come out and push out the products that they want to push out. Really quick, Sergeant Wardog is in Florida. Um and the hurricane's coming, uh, and he got ju- he just got disconnected again. But he's going to let me know uh, when he okay. gets back
2: in. All right. So while he's while he's gone, because I was going to say something before I asked his question anyway. Uh, one thing that Paul just hit on it reminded me was uh one of the the major downfalls right now that is causing problems uh across across DeFi and crypto with these smaller companies that are quote unquote fundraising is. So many of them don't do traditional fundraising They Mm -hmm. fundraise off their community through the token. And the big problem with that is like Paul alluded to tech companies have a massive fail rate. It's, it's massive. I mean, businesses Mm -hmm. in general, the majority of them don't make it past one or two years, but tech is tough. So when you're, utilizing the people that are holding your token and bought into your token as an asset and you're using those funds to fund your business that has a high likelihood to fail you are putting those people in a bad bad position right it's not it's not just a position of are more people going to come buy my token is the chart going to move now they are backs up against the wall as is this company going to fail as well? Which is why we don't do that. We're going the traditional business route of how you should do it with seeking external funding. Uh, yeah. While we have our dog before we lose you again, if we do and uh, stay safe, brother. Um, I want to i on
3: here. I'm here.
2: I want to ask you this question. All right. Uh, and this is probably be my, at least my final question for you for the night. So hypothetically, if you had, uh, you know, somebody deposited 500 or or $1,000 in your account and said, you must invest it. And you were looking at a plethora of different things, stocks, crypto, whatever. And crypto is the one you were looking at. What would keep you from putting that $500 or $1,000 of extra cash that you have to invest into the crypto market? What would be the hurdles that would keep you from doing that?
3: Uh I'd actually do it but uh if there were hurdles it would just be my own ignorance bro it wouldn't be um anything major um it would just be you know my own elaborate on that not
2: elaborate on that like what like would you even know where to begin
3: I wouldn't know where to begin but I realize that's my fault that's my fault for not knowing exactly what's going on or what I'm, uh, getting into, but I would still, uh, I would inject that capital. I would invest that capital. Um, I just, um, uh, after I do it, I, I just kind of sit back and tweet on my thumbs and kind of, I wouldn't know what else to do. All
2: right. Cause I'm, I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to push it and find out like because this again, what we do at any one of the things is we want to be able to make it easy to onboard people like yourself, right? One of the products we'll create with Adapt is the end goal is to say, all right, you're brand new to crypto, go download this, go. Um, So let me ask you this. Let me put it a different way. Now take that same amount of money and somebody said, you have 30 minutes to get this invested into the crypto market. What would be the first thing you would
3: do? Actually, I'd reach out to you, bro. I appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be my very first step, man. But um, if not, and I really had to get rid of the capital that fast, I would Google as much as I could on, uh, you know, what's hot and trending lately. And I, I'd go with
2: that. But would you even know how to get that cash? That's either cash or in your bank account into the market to make those movements? Would you even, would you mm-hmm. would you know how to do that?
3: No idea, bro. I'd need okay. to know where to start.
2: All right. See, and this this is why we want you on the show, right? And the, I can appreciate this, that there are so many people in the same boat. Millions and millions, if not billions of people in the same boat as you.
3: Right. Yeah, we not I've, to feel, feel so alone. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> you, not. You
0: brought it up uh saturday chris when uh we were talking about affinities coin and a few others with jj <clears throat> and you was like yeah we're on defy and i know for a fact oink was over there and his brain just exploded because he's like what in the hell is the difference between blockchain and defy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and i i know we missed an opportunity saturday night to to expand on that But that would be something that I I think uh, a lot of people, especially Wardog, myself, Oink, uh, JJ too. I I know he's not uh, the most knowledgeable person on crypto, even though he is more knowledgeable than myself and Oink. Um, The difference between uh, blockchain and Defi, and like you said, how to invest that money for Wardog, like uh, you you just brought up in the scenario.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the things that it could do for, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, like I said, the veteran community with you guys having ADAPT account set up for both DV Radio and DV Farm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Wardog's got his stuff going on. If he was to ever get into it, he set up an account. But the the hurdle right now in, as an industry is what we just talked about. And that's why I wanted to get you to, to, to say that kind of thing, because, again, you're in the same boat as millions and millions and millions of people. Mm-hmm. It's tough. For somebody to, as a business or as a nonprofit to get that funding when there is so many people out there that have no idea to, how to get into it, right? They may not necessarily disagree with crypto. They may love it. They may like it. They like the idea. They just have no idea how to get into it. And it scares the shit out of them because they're also hearing the horror stories of shit like FTX or like when these rug pulls happen and things like that, which is why personally, when people ask me and I, and I get it constantly, If I want to get into crypto, where do I put my money? If anybody out there knows me, I never recommend Affinity. I always recommend you go research our company. I will always tell you to find out what we're doing. I'll give you all of our socials. I'll give you our website. But I will never tell you to go buy Affinity. I'm just not going to do it. It's immoral. So what I will tell you is do your research, but focus when you're brand new. Focus on those blue chips like I was telling you. Focus your attention on those because you're less likely to get wrecked on those. Now, you can lose your money on anything. Don't take that as you ain't going to lose your money. But you're less likely to lose it all in an hour or overnight uh, in something like that.
3: All right. All right. I I can definitely uh, follow that and stick with that. As as you mentioned, I am familiar with the uh, blue chip stocks. So if I could figure out what what blue chip uh, cryptocurrencies there are, then yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate
2: that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the best way to start. And I wish more people would take that kind of approach because what ends up happening is the people that, that immediately come in and they start trying to chase these memes or they start trying to chase these high risk ones. I think it was Bo that said it, they get destroyed. um, And then they leave, you know, maybe that was all the capital. They had an extra 200 bucks that they had that they were willing to risk. And they just lost it all. Now they're out. Now they're out of the crypto scene. They have a bad taste in their mouth. They're telling all their friends how bad crypto sucks and everything Mm -hmm. else. But if they started easy and said, Hey, well, let me look, just like when you're getting into stock investing and when I, and I've I've given, given soft advice to a lot of people in the stock market over the decades, I always tell people to look for, like you said, the blue chip companies, the ones that are high yield, you know, things like that, that even if they drop chances are, you're not going to get destroyed and you'll, you'll have a learning experience while you're also quote unquote safe.
0: And, And, you know, I think another thing people need to look at is skip a Starbucks here and there, skip a Dunkin' Donuts once in a while. If you really want to test the waters and use that money and, and your, your throwaway money, right? Um, and look at those little bitty ones that you can, that you can get into personally. That's what I would do. I'm not telling you to do that, but if that's what you're looking at to do and you want to test the waters, that's something that I personally would do. The, the money I set aside to, you know, purchase something that I absolutely do not need in life right? <laughs> every yeah. month.
2: Yeah, man. Well, that'd be good. You're gonna be one of our test beds for when we get the next couple phases of adapt out. We'll put it in your hands and see what you can do. Oh, well, so you want me to set aside my five or ten
0: dollars next week? I mean, I was talking to Wardog, but Oh. You you want to get the crown eater up. All right, all right. <laughs> well, well, I
2: mean, you me and you, we've already walked through adapt. You know how it works yeah. and all that. I want to get somebody who's never seen it, never Oh, never yeah, I'm with it. you. I'd love to you. see you know not not for anything more than just to see if we're doing the job that we set out to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that would be that would sh- that that's a testament to how good, bad, or in between you guys are at setting up something like that for those that have no fucking clue what they're getting into.
2: Yeah, we're not there yet. We understand that, but we're going to be there soon. So. You know know what would also be good
1: for a good test bed for that, if War Dog's up for it, is you can create a wallet for free. So as long as there's no money in it, you can throw that wallet away and it's who gives a shit. I think it'd be an interesting, like mini case study to take like War Dog and maybe a couple of the people that that have not yet broken in the crypto market and just say, go create a wallet using fill in the blank platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and come back to me and show me what you got. Because obviously, don't don't send a private key. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, it'd be interesting to see what what steps they go through, especially if they can come back and say like, well, hey, look, this is what I did here. I found this website that told me how to do this, this, and this. Just because we, again, we can get tunnel vision on this so easily because we know yep. where, especially when we're testing like, you know, Wallet Connect stuff with uh, Adapt 2.0 or the mobile app. And we just say, oh, hey, which wallet is this working on? And we have, you know, our three big ones that we consistently test. We forget how the, the first time we ever went and created one of these wallets, the hell we went through. I remember the first time I was trying to add the damn BNB network to my MetaMask on desktop. And I was ready to pound my fucking head yeah. in the keyboard.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, the feedback and the reaction would be honestly intriguing to see as an outsider who doesn't work in the crypto world per se. That would be an interesting, like Paul said, take on that. Because I am curious to how, how troublesome, how easy and how frustrating it can be for someone like Sergeant Wardog, who. For lack of a better term, has no clue what they're getting into, right? Yeah, and I'm but not putting Sergeant war I want that to be clear, I'm not putting word dog <laughs> down, and he knows that. So,
3: oh, hell no, help a brother out, man.
0: Yeah,
1: it is it's- down.
3: <laughs> Jump thirty two, help me
1: out. <laughs> well, I guess the thing too is, especially when it's someone who wants to, because mm-hmm. you have you have the perfect Futurama Fry take my money meme, where they're like, mm-hmm. "I just want to do this, but why is it so fucking difficult?" <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yep. And I mean, just like with anything out there, you're gonna have somebody that, no matter how layman it is, it's still going to be tough on some level right and it's it would just be nice to know how hard is it for someone like sergeant Wardog or oink or my mom or whomever
2: i think it would also be interesting too to not tell them too much about again nothing like really nothing mm-hmm. don't tell them yep. about security either and just ask them like as they go hey so what's your world address hey what's your seed phrase and see yeah. how many people actually get up right obviously we're telling them to create a wallet. Don't put any money in it, like blank wallet that you can throw away. So yeah. if they do give out the seed phrase, you know, hopefully they listen and they didn't put any money in it. Right? Uh, they can just throw that wallet away and it's no harm no foul. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would be curious to see how many people don't read that it says mm-hmm. do not give out to seed phrase and just would be willing to give that up. Right. Absolutely oh, I would. Right. I would one hundred percent. Okay, so that that's phase one. Phase two.
1: Now that we got the whole seed phrase bullshit out the way, is all right, you're like, you know, t- 10 bucks worth of whatever currency in your wallet. Here's my wallet address. Send it to me.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. You just got knocked the fuck out. Yep. I didn't even send it to
2: him. Hey, I'm about to send you $5 to your wallet. You'll see it come in. Now I want you to send it back. hmm Yeah. <laughs> Watch them go, uh... and, and And then... Show them adapt. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. That's actually a really good concept. Honestly,
2: I like it. See what dog you you thought you want to come on the show and you want to be helpful? Man, of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, they already got test alphas getting put together by little Chris over there. His fingers tapping away right now. Nah,
1: he's still staring at that DEF CON badge, man. Not only does it have crayons on it, but those crayons light up.
0: I was about to say, he's looking at the light. He's hella distracted right now. (laughs) He's he's picking it up and letting it slap back to the the damn badge because it's magnetic.
2: (laughs) Because that's what I'd be doing. Because I'm a kid. (laughs) All right, well, this past night, we're going to wrap this up. But before we do, uh, I just want to let you know, Wild Dog, uh, we did get a request. Or another platform that somebody wants to figure out. Tiff requested that you say hi to everybody in Telegram. Uh, so if you, if you don't have a Telegram, uh, I'm gonna let Bo teach you that. Yeah, we're gonna let we gonna let you. Let. <laughs> I'll get you set up. I get you set up. I got you. We want you to come say hi in Telegram. So join
3: us in there sometime. Uh, All right, definitely, definitely. I want to tell you. Uh, um, With my country, Florida self, uh, I do feel very privileged and honored to be able to say that I was able to be a part of even this entry-level type of conversation. I even feel a little bit sophisticated, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I've been rubbing elbows with intellectuals or something like that. But no, seriously, uh, I really appreciate this. You have given me hope right now to uh, the fact that I think uh, if I apply myself I could be, uh, you know, more than just uh, the novice that, that hasn't taken any first steps yet.
2: Oh, no doubt. Uh, we've all Sorry. been, just remember that we've all been in your shoes right now. Everybody that's listening and everybody on this show has been in your shoes.
0: Y'all better watch out. Sergeant Wardog going to turn into the Black Warren Buffett crypto world. With
2: phone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just remember me when I come looking for angel <laughs> investment funding. That's all.
1: <laughs> my man gonna be exactly. back on the show in like two months be like so i launched this token and it's got like a 7 million market cap right now <laughs> i don't know what to do i'm freaking out
2: <laughs> no that's i can awesome. see that <laughs> that's awesome all right so before we wrap up uh do you have anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap up uh the show i know you just spoke but if you got anything else
3: Yes, just quickly, uh, I always mention it uh, during our show, the DV radio, Dysfunctional Veterans. Uh, if anyone happens to run into any form of mental health crisis, never be ashamed nor afraid as I wasn't to uh, dial 988 and press 1 for uh, option 1. Again, anyone that happens to have any form of mental health crisis, especially veterans, especially the war veterans, uh, do not be ashamed nor afraid as I wasn't and have had to do uh, more than one occasion to dial 988 and use option one salute. Thanks for having me on.
2: Hey, thanks brother. Anytime. This would be a good benchmark. Cause we'll have you on, you know, some other times as well. We'll see how you progress over time with all of us.
3: All right, man. Yeah. We'll see what's going down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right, Bo. what you got, man.
0: Uh, other than, you know, Saturday you came on and hopefully that podcast will be up tomorrow. And every Saturday we have Barracks talk at 8 p.m. Eastern on TVRadio.net, And you can uh, listen on your mobile devices on Radio King just by searching TV Uh, Friday morning, I'm going to try, <laughs> that's the word try, uh, to be on the crossover show with MBR radio on, uh, with uh, DV radio at 10 a.m. Eastern as well. That's this Friday nice. on the crossover show. Awesome. Thanks, man. No, nah, man. Thank you guys. I mean, like, like War Dog said, it's just an honor. It's a privilege. I think, uh, if I, I remember right, he sent me a picture a few minutes ago. He said he was feeling sophisticated and he was eating a shroom with his pinky in the hair.
1: So
3: <laughs> with my platinum grill. With the <laughs> platinum <laughs> grill.
0: I seen them. I seen him. You, you can get that shirt at dvradio.net. Just click on D V Radio store. Uh, <laughs> That's
2: awesome. Uh yeah, but just uh, real quick about DV radio and then, uh, let Paul and Chris say what they want to say. But, uh, about DV radio, I do want to again, uh, as usual, thank you guys, uh, for, you know, hosting us on radio.net, all the editing you do to our show, uh, and getting <laughs> everything up. Uh, we can't, we can't do this without you guys and, and Bo especially. Uh, so thank you.
0: No, man, uh, we appreciate it. It's an honor and a pleasure that you allow us to host you guys and, and be able to do things like this and uh just give some knowledge to the world whether it's you know stupidity idiocy or actually knowledge that they can use in their everyday life
2: we definitely have plenty of that speaking <laughs> of that paul what's up man no yeah. man just thanks for coming on as always awesome he gave the he gave the little chris answer chris, <laughs> chris now what do you <laughs> got i'm working on a little surprise oh. <laughs> <laughs> You can't end the show like that. Yo, dude. <laughs> what the hell, man? See, now I'm going to be up all night list answering DMs and, and
1: posts. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just just cut it here, Chris. Leave him
2: hanging. <laughs> um, anyway, so the last thing I was going to say, which is. Not really a surprise, so it's underwhelming. Uh, this this Friday is a Fendi Friday. Um, we are going to stick with the Twitter Spaces. Uh, we're not going to do the games, and all. we'll probably hang out in, in Discord afterwards. We did games the last two weeks. Uh, it's been great. It's been fun. We'd love to continue on with it, but with this being the holiday weekend and people got things going on, some you know maybe some people going away for the weekend, whatever. Uh, we are definitely going to do the spaces. We got some updates. We got some uh, information to put out there for all y'all. Uh, But we are going to skip the uh, post-Twitch for that evening. Uh, But we will be back with that two weeks following uh, once again. But with that being said, thank you to both of our guests, Bo and Wardog. We hope to see you both again very soon. Paul, Chris, appreciate it. And that's going to do it for us here at Affinity Protocol this week. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Talk to you soon.
1: I love you, Daddy. <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. That's <laughs> horrible. Goodbye, motherfucker! <laughs> TV Radio.